The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dynamic Healing with two experts in chronic pain, David Hanscom and Les Aria. This podcast will show you how to unlock your body's ability to heal. Just breathe and learn how to rewire your brain and break free from chronic pain. Welcome to the Dynamic Healing Podcast. I'm Les. And I am David and happy to be here this morning. And Dr. Ari and I have been talking about something that's very important and new to me called acceptance and commitment therapy. So we all know it's very challenging to keep New Year's resolutions. And what Dr. Ari has taught me is that this process called acceptance and commitment therapy is a very powerful tool of making New Year's resolutions and changing your life, truly changing your life. So I'm excited today because I'm going to learn today as well as you about acceptance and commitment therapy. I've learned some, but it's something that he does pretty much full time. So Dr. Arya, what is acceptance and commitment therapy? Well, David, before we hop into that, how's about we give our listeners like a, like a quote, right? You know, okay. Um, And and I just know this fellow who wrote this quote. So maybe we'll just use his, um, it goes something like this. Use value-driven behaviors to start any habit you wish to transform your life. Less Arya. (laughs) (laughs) Usually, Dr. Arya sneaks his lessons in. This is really a frontal attack. All right. But actually, again, I will admit they are quite good. Um, I just feel inadequate trying to come up with Davidisms to match. But anyway, that's no, I agree. So, can you, Dr. Arya, can you repeat that again so I can get my feet back on the ground? (laughs) Sure. Sure. Use value driven behaviors to start any habit you wish to transform your life. No, I I agree. Um, So I'm still learning about acceptance and commitment therapy. What is the basic premise behind it and why has it been so effective? Yeah, absolutely, David. I think, you know, with this episode, we are really focused on helping people not use the old way of doing news resolution on the 31st, where people sit there and say, here's my resolution. Um, Let's do something differently. And then we'll get into ACT. What we want to do with you today is because change is so difficult and many of us, many of us, including myself, uh, have failed at New Year's resolution, uh, resolutions until I came across a treatment that I use with my patients called acceptance and commitment therapy, hereafter known as ACT. And what is it? So 
it's basically a behavioral intervention or a therapy that helps us live in the present moment, using values to move towards what matters to us in life. That's the simple version, David, is basically using mindful-based interventions, mindfulness-based interventions, like being here, like what's going on, what am I caught up in, and to use values, which we'll get into in this podcast. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, I've said this, we both said this for a long time, is that a lot of our tools basically process anger and anxiety, which are necessary for survival. But healing actually occurs as you move into the part of your brain that's enjoyable. So you think by trying to fix your old life, you're, gonna have a, you're going to have a good life. You actually, have, you actually have to live a good life to create a good life. Ooh. And so that value, is that, was that a Davidism? Wow, you just slipped that in there. <laughs> Listen here, big guy. I, I think was, you're, you're coming almost as good as me and slipping in those lessons. <laughs> well, it just hit me hard because honestly, you know, I'm used to my own personal obsessive work patterns. And my news resolution would be, well, I'm going to break this obsessive work habit. Well, guess what? That hasn't worked. Right, 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 so, right. Um, so what's happening is I realized that for me to enjoy my, re- quote, retirement better, I actually have to cultivate my mind to choose a life that I want to live. What are my values? Yeah. One of my mentors asked me a really quick question about two weeks ago, and I'm actually going to meet with him again tomorrow, one of the most successful human beings I know. He says, it's one thing, I mean, what brings joy into your life? And it just, as you know, we've talked about this a little bit, just t- took me, it took me right off of my feet. So I said, well, I love this work in them that I'm doing, but the problem is it's an obsessive work pattern. So you feel comfortable in it, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as joy. Right. Right. And, and by the way, joy, if you actually think about that, it's actually a value. It's a right. value-based behavior. And it goes back to the quote that uh, that we started as, as much as we teach each other, the value here, pun intended, is that using values such as joy, peace, love, kindness, compassion, this is the stuff that will help navigate during treacherous waters when our negative thoughts are difficult emotions. And even when we have this chronic pain, we say like, look, you know, I want to exercise, but I can't because my body hurts. So using values, I love what you said, David, which leads us into this is now that we know what ACT is, it's a behavioral intervention to help us live in the present moment using values, such as the one just David just started us off on a great one called joy or peace or love or whatever it is, using values, being in the present moment and moving towards what matters to you in life. So let's get into this a little bit more because the key to keeping a news resolution is actually defining your why. W-H-Y, why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want that value? And I don't like to ask why questions because it's like a dog chasing its tail, but this is one exception. When you do not define why you wish to do something, why you wish to be kind, why you wish to exercise, why you wish to eat healthier, you actually will be lost because our thoughts, uh, earlier on when Dave and I were talking before we got into the show here, about how sometimes we get caught up in our not good enough stories. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Let's move on to the second thing is about um, in ACT, we teach something uh, called psychological flexibility. And what is that? So ACT helps us become more psychologically flexible. It basically means this, that you're able to connect to the present moment consciously and choose, here's the key point, choose how to behave in a manner that's consistent with your values. And a value is a mental quality of action. Now, David, I'm going to kick it back to you. You said joy. 
So that's right. a, a mental quality of action. Now, when you say, I wish to be loving, I wish to be kind, I wish to have joy in the things, that's great. That's all mental work. But what's the action behind it? So let me ask you this, David. How do you make joy come alive? What actions have you done to create joy so you can move towards what matters the most to you in life? Well, it's a tricky question because you can use circumstances and accomplishments and experiences to, quote, make yourself happy, but you have to connect to yourself first before you actually can manifest those things in your life. So you've said something multiple times, I think in the context of ACT, whereas how do you want to show up in difficult moments? Yep. So I do know, and again, rigid, I mean, all of us is going to do a New Year's resolution. You're going to control your behavior to accomplish this goal. Well, control doesn't work because it always fails. So that's the opposite of flexibility. So you have, you've mentioned, how do I want to show up in difficult moments? So let's say I'm triggered and upset because somebody didn't do such and such, whether it's my fellows or my wife or maybe you, didn't act in, didn't act in a certain way. What's my reaction? So my goal now, and it's, it's made a pretty big impact, I just want to try to be kind in my actions, no matter how I feel. Let's let's pause right there. So you've used the word joy. You've used the word kind. So that's great. Now, how do you make that? So what action, what can, what do you say, or what do you do to make? So this is a key point for the audience to really hear this. Many of us go through life saying is I want to be happy, but what's the action behind it? That's what I'm asking David. So David says he wishes to be joyful and more joyful for the 2022. Lord knows we need it, but moving on. Uh, So we can definitely say, all right, what can I do or say to make that value come alive? So think of a heart. Check this out. David, here's this is for you in the audience. When you're thinking of a news resolution, I know this might sound hokey, but please just work with me because my hokiness actually does work. So draw, if you get a blank sheet of paper and draw a heart, just a beautiful big heart in the middle of the page, and then write your values in there. For example, David said joy, David said kindness. All right, so great. Now draw two little feet with little shoes. And that's the action. How do I move? to make those values come alive. What is the footwork? So I can move, Where's this? where is this heart with feet going? Well, it's moving towards what matters the most to them in life, which we'll be getting to here shortly as we further define what values are. But what I'm trying to do here with David in the audience and including myself is let's go back to this, David. You said joy or kindness. So pick one and let's do some footwork. I'll ask you some questions to help you define this a little bit more. Okay, I mean, let's say, you know, as you know, families trigger each other. So let's say my wife has triggered me and I'm upset. Mm-hmm. So if I react to my historical norm, it might be a sharp tone of voice, this, this, and this, that I can't see. So the, so I want to be kind in difficult moments. That's my okay. action. Okay, good. Let me walk you through some questions so the audience can follow us. So audience, I want you to draw a heart. I, I know this sounds, like I said, silly, but do, do me a favor. You'll get this because intellectually listening to this is not going to work. You've got to do this work. And this is why I love ACT. Talking about stuff does not work. You have to put action behind those words. So David, have you drawn yourself a heart? I did. I drew the heart and some pretty ugly feet here, but I got the heart right. Good Lord. Thank goodness you're a surgeon. And not an artist. <laughs> I also have size 12 feet. So those are big feet. All right, David, back on. We got to focus here. All right. So David, 
So what have you written there? You said um, kindness or kind to be kind, right? Right. Okay. Tell me what, are, what is one thing, or what is it you can say or do? <laughs> so what is it you would, so, uh, so what would you do to be kind? How would you carry that service out? What would you do or say? So the strategy that's been highly effective in humbling is self-awareness. In other words, how do I look to you or this person when I'm upset? And I don't like what it looks like. Okay. And so I'm, I'm so honestly visualizing myself, looking at myself when I'm saying a sharp word or being a little bit reactive. Okay. Going, that's something that's not, this person okay. is probably not perceiving me as being very kind. Okay, good. So let's pause there for a second. So to put that in simple English, David would demonstrate his kindness with a gentle smile. David would, would make his footwork, his, his, the steps moving towards the person he wishes to be. So during a difficult moment, if we didn't use resolution as I wish to be kinder to myself and those around me because, you know, I get upset easily because of all the stress that's been going on. So if, if you wish to be kinder in 2022, we all need this, by the way. So David's a great one that you're starting us all off with. People often talk about, you know, eating and losing weight, which we'll get into that shortly and exercising. I love what you've chosen because that's one of my big, big things with people in my close circles, like you, David, believe it or not, you're in my circle. So um, that to be kind, coming back to David's example, step one, to you, to do New Year's resolution, identify your values. How do you wish to be or what's important to you? So with that said, David has drawn a heart and he's written maybe his values, joy, kindness. So we're just taking this as an example. So kindness. And then I asked him to draw some feet with shoes, which is the footwork. How do I make the kindness come alive? So David said something here. And so smiling is a way to do something. The next thing he's also doing to make the kindness come alive is he might use a softer tone. Right. He might even breathe because that's a doing to slow his nervous system down, fight or flight. And instead of raging or getting angry or using acerbic remarks or condescending tone of voice, David is actually choosing, choose, consciously choosing despite the intensity that's brewing. I'm, I'm, I'm going overboard here. That's kind of brewing, inside, <laughs> brewing inside of you. David is smiling. And right now, David is smiling at me. And, and David has a beautiful smile. He's really a great human being here. He smiles even at the worst moment. And so not not in a condescending way, but smiles in a gentle smile. He's slowing his breathing down. And he says to himself, how do I wish to be towards myself and my wife during this difficult moment? And then he says, honey, perhaps, you know, tell me what is it you need or how can I support you? So smiling, using breath work, using certain choice, helpful, kind words is the footwork or those are the steps to move towards a healthier relationship. And that's the goal he's moving towards is to have a healthier relationship with himself and all those around him. David? Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive.
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Yeah, I mean, what you pointed out, and we may not cover all the territory we want to cover today, because I think, I think this this point is really important, because what's happening is actually, I used to say, working. Because if you're going to keep your resolutions, it's about control, control, control. Mm-hmm. And you, you we get to fail every day. In other words, you have to be kind to yourself also. Okay, I failed. I wasn't as nice as I wanted to be. But it means I'll, I'll just keep working towards that value of being kind. Then you also put some things in, into action. We call them somatic tools, as you know, where you actually smile. You may not feel like smiling, but you smile. I had to tell you the first phase of this, maybe starting a year ago, and didn't happen overnight. The first thing I do is had to clench my teeth and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> That's a start, right? It's a good start. Well, but yeah, I mean, you've heard my line over and over again, no action in a reaction. So how can you create a life of joy if you're always reacting to something now, you and I both know when you're anxious or frustrated, something in the present triggers something from the past. So when you're anxious and frustrated, you're actually in the past. You're not here anymore. You've lost awareness. So you can't create anything unless you're aware of what's going on now. So the physical things you're talking about, you know, again, I'm serious. I just had to clench my teeth and just sort of leave. Or if I did say something that wasn't as kind as I wanted it to be, and we both know when you're upset and angry, your body language, your tone of voice, everything changes and you can't hide it. So what you pointed out of actually smiling is interesting because function does follow form. If you actually smile, it changes your body message to itself. Then the person, you know, still may not be the most genuine smile, but eventually it does with practice. So the thing is, if you are control, 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 and be this, this, and this, this is endless self-criticism in a way when you don't meet that, which is the opposite of joy. Yeah, David, that's really good. You know, as you were talking, uh, I was thinking of um, just your values and what we just started off this discussion about. And um, you said, you know, function follows form. If you actually think about the function of values. So as you were talking, imagine you writing uh, these two words, you know, joy, kindness. And then that's, that's the, that's the, function and then I saw form and then a heart was drawn around those words and then I saw feet uh, appear so function does follow form in that sense even in acceptance and commitment therapy act so what David is saying here is basically is this is difficult it does just like you know the metaphor I'd like to use David is like a, a tree if we water what we want um, meaning that how we wish to be or what's important to us every day if and this is the part where I'm going a little bit deeper into the domains, David, um, because we just talked about the basic definition of values. It's a mental quality of action. And we just talked about how to really simply to implement it. So when you think of a New Year's resolution, you're just saying is, I'm just going to lose weight. That's, an, that's a futile uh, uh, solution to think about. Right. So what we want to do is use values. And this is what David and I are really, really, really emphasizing and as much as we tease each other, tease each other here in this um, podcast, even in real life, 
is we really do hold our values close to our heart. So if you want to think about this, as David said, function follows form. Think of how you wish to be or who or what's important to you in 2022 that you want to move towards. Okay, and we'll talk about weight loss and exercise in just a, a few minutes here. But I just wanted us to slow down so you can actually get what David said, function follows form. And so write those words, those words, how, you know, what's important to you. If health is important to you, your mental health, your um, well-being, it, you know, for example, family, uh, career, those are different values, uh, domains of values. And you can now also ask that question is, how do I wish to be? So think of values as, it begs the question of, how do I wish to be towards myself and others during difficult moments? Another way of looking at values is, who or what is important to me that I wish to move towards even when I'm angry, even when I do not feel like exercising, even when I don't feel like making the right food choices? And you don't. You don't exercise, you don't make the choices. I mean, that's a great example because I was going to talk about that now because so the value, so yeah, I want to exercise. Um, I want to eat healthier, but the value is I just want to feel better. I just want to physically feel better. So I do know if I don't exercise, I don't feel as good. Yeah. And if I eat badly, which I probably, I've been eating healthier this last year based on this, but you know, this week I would put myself into the quote failure category, but I'm not giving up. You know what I mean? It's the value is I just want to feel better in general. So certain stresses come along and I quote fail. So you point that you use the metaphor of a fishing rod, which is a great metaphor because with sort of a determination to keep your resolution, keep it, keep it, keep it, that's control. And you mm -hmm. can't win that battle yep. because your unconscious reactions are too powerful. So, and I don't like the word fail anymore because it's not failure. It's just life. You're not going to yeah. always eat the best. You're not going to exercise like you would like to. Yeah. And, but I don't feel good. So I may be feeling good for a few days. Today, I'm going to, I mean, honestly, this week has not been a good eating week for me or exercise. So I've used the rain as, quote, an excuse not to exercise. So I'm exercising, not feeling good. I feel a little bit sorry for myself. So I'm just going to eat badly. I mean, all piles on. Oh, my. Oh, my. So it looks like we need to talk about this and guide our audience on this. That's usually the top two, by the way, um, that I get with my office when I see my patients is that um, um, I want to exercise. I want to lose weight. How do I do it? And I don't come up with a plan. I have the number one treatment plan I come up with is let's define your values, who or what's important to you and that you want to move towards. So let's kind of do that here right now. Um, and um, this way, folks really have some concrete things they wish to work on. So David, um, so let's kind of talk about New Year's resolution. Um, you, I picked up on two things you said. Um, but before I do that, I want to mention what my grandmother used to say. My grandmother said, you don't fail, you have experiences. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I, I honestly, that's been one of the biggest factors, because I went through a phase, really big phase of not allowing myself quote to fail and it just is because because when you fail then you beat yourself up and you have less chance of actually achieving what you want to do you just right. drain the energy right out of you right and we just understand okay this week i wasn't as good as exercise i mean my okay the values we talked about today for me personally <clears throat> i just want to be kind okay so no matter so what that's kind and that's great so um, let's kind of take that so hold put that aside and then we're going to really um, apply that to this. So, which is the top two that um, I often get is I want to uh, increase my exercise or I want to exercise and or eat healthier. 
Um, and so here, um, a couple of questions. I want you to reflect on this for those of you who want to eat healthier and exercise for 2022 and all those other years that you said you were going to do it. Right. So here are some questions. So let me guide you step by step. And then I'm going to give you a metaphor that David um, already has revealed is that um, thinking of a fishing rod. So let's tie this all in together. Hey, Les, I want to lose weight. I want to exercise more uh, for my New Year's resolution. Great. Then here's what I'm going to ask you. Are you wanting to exercise or improve the way you eat because you should or must or have to? Think about what I just said. Those were absolutes. It's like a demand. It's like a parent saying, you have to, you must, you will. And so, or, or using act, using values. Do you want to exercise or eat healthier because your physical health, that's a health, that's a value domain, like family and other things, do you want to eat or exercise because you value your physical health or your mental health? Because that's important to you. So by exercising and or eating healthier, you get to enjoy and playing with your grandkids, your partner, your friends, doing family outings. Otherwise, you would not be able to get there. So and if you think about that, so value is basically a deep, deep thing we hold in our hearts. That is why I asked you to draw a heart. And then you put some action behind it. Now, here is the big tip. This is what works for me. And when I was learning this, I'm like, yeah, I get that. But I was too intellectual. So let me give you a visual to help tie this in emotionally into your body. The next time when you're thinking about exercising and it's January 1st and you're like, ah, I'm cracking out that fancy matching suit. David, do not wear a matching jumpsuit. <laughs> That's so 70s, buddy. Oh, wait a minute. That's a judgment. I oh. work. <laughs> but, but here's this. I want you, and it's week two, week three, and you find yourself not exercising. Because you're like, yes, but, yes, but. And as David said, we get caught up in our negative thoughts or uh, negative storylines. I'm not good enough. I knew I was going to fail. You pinch, your, you pinch your belly or you do unhelpful things that really just activate your negative thoughts. And you start to feel depressed and anxious. So check this out. Here's a metaphor. I want you to imagine a fishing rod that comes out of your head. And at the end of that fishing rod, there is, at the end of the line, the hook. There isn't a hook there. What you have is a carrot. Think of a bright, bright orange carrot. And on that carrot, your values are written. Physical health, mental health, spiritual, family, friends, career. Just pick one or three of them. And for example, so you want to exercise. The reason, folks, David, this is revealed to you in the audience. The truth is that I really don't like to exercise. The reason I exercise is because I adore my kids and my family. And as I get older, I do not wish for them to worry or care about me in the sense as you know, when I could make some changes now. So I want to be able to chase my grandkids. I want to be able to walk with my partner and hold hands and do adventures and go hiking. I want to live life. That is what's important to me. So at the end of my carrot, you will see when I want to exercise, the reason I exercise, because sometimes I don't, because it's raining or whatever the issue, I don't get caught up in my thoughts. I use my values. And every time I hear a negative thought or I don't or I feel fatigue, feel or anxious or sad, or I just like, you know, I start beating myself up. I actually imagine a carrot coming out of my head and then I grab the carrot and I look at the carrot and it says, the reason I exercise is because I love 
my family, and I want to be able to do things with them as I get older and older, because that's important to me. I want to live a life filled with adventure. That is why I exercise, so I can be sound mind and body. So with that said, that is what should guide your New Year's resolution. I'm going to pause here. You are to do what your values are. You decide your values, who or what's important to you. That is what to guide. That's what to guide you, not your thoughts, not your feelings or your physical pain. David? Well, if you take the cognitive distortion should out of the picture. So who says you have to exercise every day to do what you want to do? In other words, if you have this mental thing, I get, I have to exercise every day. That's the should word. Yep. Your value system is a bigger picture. So maybe there's a week that you don't exercise. So yeah. what? Right? Beautiful. Exactly. And today, and, you know, you, so let's use your kindness. Let's not get away from this. Right. So David, David picked some great ones. And uh, that's, by the way, kindness is one of my key things on how, um, you know, how I let people into my inner circle is kindness is so important because I am, I, I wish to be the person I wish to meet. Right. So I wish to be kind to myself or to be with. And so kindness. So when you choose um, uh, exercise or eating healthier and you screw up or you don't exercise for a few days or maybe a week at that moment, ask yourself, how do I wish to be towards myself and pull that carrot close to you? Look at it, squint those eyes and look at that carrot. And it says, be kind. And how do you be kind? Look at the footwork. So well, you also have to be kind to yourself before you can be right. kind to other people, right? I mean, Absolutely. so this mental, because you project your own views of, of yourself onto the world. So yeah, the things you're talking about, the values you just mentioned, which are excellent values, are ways of being kind to other people, but also being, so by enjoying your family, you're being kind to yourself and vice versa. So that's a really key issue. So um, Dr. Arya, I have enjoyed this podcast. Um, how would you summarize what we said today? Yes, I think we've, we've talked a lot and hopefully you've got some um, value, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a great pun, but not yeah, bad. That's a good, great, all right. So hopefully, I'm sincere now, we, David and I hope that um, you really enjoyed this podcast and we wanted to keep it simple and do listen to it again because there are several key factors that David and I have shared with you that we really do believe that you can benefit from. By determining, this is the summary of this, is by determining or redefining who or what's important to you, um, aka your values. We can apply this intrinsic ability to motivate ourselves versus doing things because we have to. Um, you know, focusing on what people want us to do. Using values is, an, is a heart action. The key to success of your New Year's resolution is having clear goals and, and where you wish to be and how you wish to be. Moving towards what matters to you. That's the point. What are some steps you can do to move towards what matters to you? Not so much listening to your thoughts and emotions and physical sensation. Just remember this. Think of the fishing rod with a carrot at the end and your values written. Keeping it simple. Who or what's important to you? I exercise so that I can continue to be the best father to my kids and partner and um, friend. And I exercise so I wanna do things in life with people to be able to be there. And that's what matters the most to me is to use values. So I hope that you'll do that. Do you have any last minute closing statement? And will you give me the last um, the last word of the day, please? <laughs> no, I just, I'll just repeat this. Again. This has become very profound in my life because I am, as a surgeon, and I've been doing this my entire life. So this is not an easy pattern to change. Is that, you know, you have this thing, if I solve enough of my problems, I'll have a better life. 
And you do have a better life to some degree because I'm organized and get things done. But again, you have to create the life you want to actually have that life. You have to live the life you want to have it. So just solving problems does not give you that life. And the healing really occurs when you move into the, into the place that you actually want to be. Yeah. So Dr. Ari, this is great. I did listen to you this morning. I thought this was very helpful for me personally, because I am going through a very challenging phase right, right now, trying to change these. You know, a lot of years of embedded patterns have been there my entire life. So this isn't, this isn't hard, but it does take repetition. And I don't use the word discipline. I use the word commitment. Commitment it is. And with that said, let me just say this to you folks. David and I truly um, are grateful that you've taken the time to spend with us. And we truly know that you have a choice uh, to spend it somewhere else, but we really are grateful that you are spending it with us. On behalf of David and myself, we'd like to wish you all a very happy new year filled with many blessings of love, health, and prosperity. And I wish to wish David happy new year to you and yours. Likewise to you. And I'd like to close this out with um, my, one of my new year's resolutions is learning Portuguese. And as I wish everyone, so here it goes. Feliz Ano Novo, querida. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you, Les. That was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.